you're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. Since I quit my day job, the biggest struggle that I have had with being a business owner has been time management. Before I left my 8 to 5, I remember thinking how much time it would feel like I would have now that I could solely focus on my business. Fast forward a year later, and we all know that's not the case. As a business owner, your mind is constantly going a mile a minute, and there are always a million things to do. And that's before you start factoring in things like daily distractions, people wanting to grab coffee or lunch, social media time suck, and a million other things that can pop up on the daily. Today, I'm sharing the three things I've been doing lately to protect my calendar and therefore my sanity as I navigate being my own boss and trying to make sure I don't go crazy trying to do it all. I am recording this episode on a Friday afternoon that I miraculously don't have much to do. I had a meeting this morning and then I had a photo shoot actually for myself, which was kind of fun. It was really fun actually. And other than that, the rest of the day, I'm kind of playing catch up. And days like this are honestly few and far between. And if you're listening to this, you're probably also a creative entrepreneur, some kind of awesome boss, and you maybe also have a hard time saying no and a hard time protecting your calendar. This is the camp that I have fallen into since forever. Honestly, I'm not good at saying no. And especially now that I have, I I really feel like I am doing what I was meant to do. I was meant to be a brand photographer and work with other small business owners and large business owners. But because of that, I, I love my job more than I've ever loved it before, which is saying a lot because I've really always loved my job. Um, But because of that, it's a good problem to have. Um, However, I want to say yes to everything. I want to do it all. And then suddenly I don't like doing anything because I'm so tired and I just want white space. I find myself constantly craving white space, like just time in my day to do nothing (laughs) or you know, and I think a lot of the time, like I will end up working or I'll doing something, I'll I'll end up doing something that's work related, but I have the time to do it and I want to do it. And so it doesn't feel like work. Um, But I could also watch Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce on Netflix. And I like having that option. Um, But I really suck at actually sticking to it and actually saying no, saying no, and actually protecting my calendar. So That's what we're talking about today, Uh, some of the changes that I have made and that I am continuing to make because it's just kind of an evolving process on how I'm protecting my calendar and by association, my sanity, because I am the type of person who no matter what I'm doing, no matter how much I love it, if I do it too much, I don't love it anymore. I've even found that with the branding and commercial photography that I've shifted to in the last year. I love it so much. It is my favorite thing. But if I'm doing it more than about twice a week, 
And depending on how long the session is, sometimes that's even pushing it. If I'm doing it more than about twice a week, I don't want to do it. I find myself dreading shoots and dreading getting out of bed and just feeling exhausted. And so I know myself, I know that I have to be really protective with my time because my sanity depends on it, but it's still so hard. So these are the things that I'm doing to make some changes and I hope that they help you too. So the first thing that I started doing was scheduling downtime. And this is so basic, you guys. I have heard of people talking about this for years, like block time on your calendar that you don't fill or whatever. But I have realized that, first of all, I was only doing this in my head. So I wasn't actually blocking time on my calendar. I was just saying, oh, I won't work Tuesday afternoons. Like I'll take every Friday off. But I wasn't physically blocking it on my calendar. And so what happened was I am, I'm just the type of person where if there's white space on my calendar, I will fill it. And that has really been like the biggest aha moment that I've realized in the past um, couple of months, I would have this white space on my calendar and it would be looking really great. And then I'd fill it up because it wasn't blocked. And so now what I've been doing is scheduling actually scheduling time on my calendar that says nothing or blocked for editing or blocked for podcasting or whatever, whatever I want to do that day. And sometimes I'm maybe blocking it to actually get stuff done, um, like business behind the scenes type things. And sometimes I'm just blocking it so I can pick my kids up from daycare early. Um, That part doesn't really matter. It's just having the time actually blocked on my calendar. And it is, it sounds so silly to even say out loud because it's the most basic thing, but it's really made a big difference. It's pretty cool. Actually. I look at my calendar now and it is a little bit, it's interesting to get used to because when I look at my calendar, it still looks full, right? Because I have time blocked. But when I actually look at like the daily view or the weekly view in Google Calendar, I realize, oh, I actually have like five hours of downtime scheduled this week or 10 hours or whatever it might be. And that is an awesome feeling when I'm prepping for that week to be able to say, oh my gosh, I'm actually going to have time to edit and answer emails and work on podcasting and all of these different things. So such a simple hack that is blowing my mind how much of a difference it's making. And I feel so silly because this is like what everybody tells you to do. And I avoided doing it for years. I don't know why. I think I just, I have, again, I have such a hard time saying no, um, that I just thought, you know, I'll just do it in my head. Like in my head, I'll just take that, that day off or whatever. Well, blocking the time is where it's at. And it's made a really big difference when it comes to respecting my time a little bit more. There's something about seeing it like in writing or on a digital calendar that says like, this is blocked for editing. And I know that if I fill that up with something else, another shoot or a meeting or whatever, um, I know that potentially that editing won't get done. And I'll have a client who's disappointed or a deadline that I'm late on. And I'm not okay with that. So this has been a really awesome shift. And this is one of the things that I started doing relatively recently that's already made a really big difference. 
The second thing that I'm doing was not my idea, actually. It came from my friend Carol, who is in the current mastermind that I'm in. And she has been um, talking a lot lately about productivity. And um, I'll tag her in the show notes because she's a wonderful one to follow. But one of her suggestions when it comes to productivity is to say no once per day. And what that does is kind of, it just gets you used to saying no. It kind of is like a muscle that you are conditioning. And the first time that I heard her say that, it really resonated with me because I was like, oh yeah, this is where I need some serious help. Like I am really, really bad at saying no. And just practicing saying no once per day has been so liberating. I really just recently started doing this. So I'll have to report back after it's been a while, but I've had requests lately for like to grab coffee or to do some sort of a trade or even like book an actual session. And all those things are wonderful. Some of those things even make me money, but they also take up a lot of time. Um, Another really common phrase that you hear is if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And I've really been leaning into that as I kind of determine what do I need to say no to. It's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And there are so many instances, I think, that as business owners, we can look back on and be like, oh yeah, I knew like that was not a hell yes and I should have said no, but it's hard at the time. You don't want to say no. You don't want to turn that away. So it's, it's difficult, but this has been really liberating to just kind of take control. And I find myself getting so proud of myself when I say no, like you know, I vacillate on it for a while. Like if I'm sending a DM or a message or something, because I just, am such an overthinker and I'll press send and like hold my breath and be nervous about it. And every single time so far that I've said no, the person responding has said, I totally understand. I know how busy you are. Like I completely get it good for you for saying no. So people get it. People understand we are all in the same boat. So I don't know why it's taken me eight years of business ownership to figure this out, but saying no once per day, really conditioning and working that no muscle so you can get better about protecting your time. That's been that has been something that I've really been leaning into and it's definitely been helping a new thing that I'm doing. So I'll report back, but it's been good. The last thing that I'm really doing when it comes to protecting my calendar is a mental shift that I'm making. I think that for years, when you're, when you're first starting your business, you don't want to say no, because you never know in your mind, you never know when it's going to stop. Like, what if you say no, and then that's the last business inquiry you get for six months or a year or ever? Like, we start just going down this rabbit hole of negativity, and I did that for a really long time. I have always been very lucky with my business. Um, I've always had more business than I needed, which is incredible. Um, And, you know, with the way that I started my business, too, I still had a full-time job for a really long time, so that was certainly some of it. But I still had that paranoia that was like, well, what if I say no and it stops? Like, what if this is the no that makes it end, you know? And I think especially too, just speaking really specifically from the photographer who's in the Midwest, 
there are like five months out of the year that are shootable (laughs) where you can actually go outside and take pictures. Like it gets pretty real here in South Dakota. So that was another thing. It was like, okay, well, between the months of April and September, I have to say yes constantly because then it's going to blizzard for six months and we're all screwed, you know? So that was like what was kind of constantly playing in the back of my head. So it was just, yes, 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 yes. Well, my business has shifted a little bit, so I'm not as reliant on the weather anymore. It's still a factor for sure, but I'm doing a lot less like just shooting outside. And I've also realized, so, so that like timeliness of Um, the weather and the seasons and stuff that doesn't happen quite as much anymore. Like people need headshots no matter what time of year it is. Um, And just because of the way my business has grown and because I am, you know, I've been doing this for a while. Again, this is, this is lucky. This is a good problem to have, but I don't really have that um, off season anymore. For the longest time, I looked forward to like November to March because it was off season. And that's not really the case anymore. I'm pretty consistent year round, which is incredible. Like what a gift to have consistent income year round. But that means that you can't go super hard six months out of the year and then expect to take the other six months off because suddenly you're going really hard 12 months out of the year and you're exhausted. And that was the boat that I found myself in. So what one of the things that i'm doing is believing that the business will be there when i want it to be there so the third thing i'm really i'm doing is really just a mindset shift believing that i can say no and there will still be plenty of business not only for me but for my friends and for colleagues and for other people in this area one of the things that I so strongly believe as a business owner is in abundance. Like I truly believe that there's enough for everybody and there's more than enough to go around, whether you're talking business or money or whatever, like that is a belief that I just believe so strongly. And if I'm going to believe that so strongly or say that I believe that so strongly, then I need to start acting like it. And I need to just shift my mindset to understand that I can say no. And that doesn't mean no forever. You know, it doesn't mean that I will never get called from this person again. Like maybe we'll work together six months from now when I'm less busy. Maybe, um, you know, something will bring us together down the line. Maybe I'll have an even better opportunity pop up because I said no to this one. Like you just never know, but you do kind of just have to believe that it'll it'll be there when you're ready. And this has been um a difficult mindset shift to make because it is so mental. I think we just tend to think the worst a lot of the time. And so I find myself thinking like, oh, what if, you know, what if what if what if what if basically. I mean, that's all you need to know is that in my head it's just a constant like chorus of what if, which is terrible. The reality is I have built a really amazing business over the course of eight years and I've worked my butt off and I have made great connections and I've done it slow and steady and I haven't burned any bridges and the business will be there when I'm ready for it and the right business will be there when I'm ready for it too. 
So this has been, this is a difficult one, right? Like it's a whole, it is just like a complete shift from what um, I think the natural tendency is for us to believe. But it's, I think it's just really important. It's important to understand that saying no frees you up for bigger and better things. And it doesn't mean that you're never going to have business again because you're setting boundaries. Boundaries are a good thing. I've also heard from so many other business owners who have said they would say no to something, a project or collaboration or whatever it would be, because it just didn't quite feel right. Or basically it wasn't a hell yes. It wasn't a hell yes. And so they just said no to protect their time. And come to find out, you know, a couple weeks or months or whatever down the road, something even better comes along that they would have had to say no to if they hadn't have said the first no. Does that make sense? And I've had this, like I have had instances where I say no to something and I don't know if it's the right decision, but I do it anyway. And then later on down the line, I have something come up that I think, oh my gosh, if I would have done that first thing, if I would have said yes to that first thing, I would have had to say no to this thing, which is an incredible opportunity or something that really gets me excited. And and I would have had to say no to that. I've had that happen before. Something that I don't think I've ever had happen though, is look back at, you know, looking back at my career or um, decisions that I've made and thinking I should have said yes to that. I've never had that happen, probably because I say yes too much, (laughs) but I've never regretted a no, but I have regretted yeses. And reminding myself of that has been really pivotal in making this mindset shift. I've never regretted a no, but I've regretted yeses. I've looked back and said, I shouldn't have said yes to that. I shouldn't have done that. It took up too much time. It didn't get me excited. I should have said no. And I think that that's really telling. So so these are the shifts that I'm making in how I'm scheduling my days and how I'm thinking about my calendar. A lot of these have already made a really big difference in in my life and in how I'm um, just kind of approaching my calendar and my schedule. And in the same token, I have a lot of work to do. I've got a lot of work to do. Like this was another week that was totally crazy. And looking at the rest of the month, it's really crazy. And so I've got a lot of work to do, but I feel really confident with the tools that I have. And now with the accountability of putting this on the internet for everyone to listen to, um, I feel really good about the changes that I'm making. So I hope that these are helpful for you. Um, these are hard things to do, right? Like we want to say yes, we want to do it all. We want to be busy. We want to make all the money and work with all of the people and do all the things. We want that. But at what expense? You know, at what point do you start saying like I'm so burned out, I'm so exhausted, I just want to lay in bed and watch Netflix all day. And to an extent that's going to happen as a business owner, right? But when it's happening every day or every week, like it was for me, and maybe it is for you, that's when you know you've got to make a change. So I encourage you to protect your calendar, protect your time a little bit more. We will do it together. So (laughs) good luck to you. And let's check back in. Maybe in a couple months, we'll kind of revisit this topic and see where everybody's at because it's definitely um, a difficult thing to do, but I'm confident it's worth it. 
Thank you so much for listening to Take It Personally. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you would share it with somebody. Take a screenshot, share it on social media, tag me, let me know you're listening. That's the best way to spread the news about this podcast and really help us out. I would also love if you would leave a review in iTunes telling people how much you love the podcast. I know that it takes a minute to do those reviews and it's not lost on me that that's a chunk of your day. So thank you so much because it really means the world.